Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pelvic Matters. I'm your host, Marina Castellanos, a physical therapist specializing in pelvic health for women and children in Westchester County, New York. Today on the show, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to be talking about men's pelvic health today. So to do that, I invited my friends and fellow physical therapy colleagues, Susan Winograd, on the show. Susan Winograd is a physical therapist who owns and operates a private pelvic health and wellness practice in Boca Raton, Florida called Pelvicore Rehab, LLC. Pelvicore Rehab specializes in women's health, men's health issues, pediatrics, and pre- and postnatal care. Susan has completed several advanced trainings through esteemed institutions and has earned a scar release therapy certification from Acumed. She's also certified in the Warren Technique and Clear Passage Approach. Susan enjoys teaching workshops throughout Southern Florida on pelvic health and wellness related topics. She's passionate about treating, healing, and educating her patients with pelvic floor dysfunction, as well as healthcare providers. She uses a whole body approach to relieve pain, restore optimal function, and improve quality of life. Hi, Susan. Welcome to the show. Hey, Marina. Thank you so much for having me. It's so exciting being here with you. Yes, I'm so excited. Um, so I, I reached out to you and I told you I wanted to do a show about men's pelvic health. So naturally, I was like, I have to have Susan come on the show because oh, I know Thank her. you. Yes, I don't currently work with adult males. I work with adolescent males. I work with children, um, you know, girls and boys. But, you know, I have not yet begun to include adult male um, care in my practice. And I really wanted to take the opportunity to do a show on men's pelvic health because I think sometimes people forget that men have pelvic floors too. Mm. Yes, they do. Actually, um, their anatomy is is very, very similar to that of the female pelvic floor with a few obvious differences. But yeah, we got to get the word out there that men do have pelvic floors. Yes. So I wanted to, let's take a step back a little bit and let's tell everybody, mm -hmm. you know, why did you develop an interest in working in the pelvic health area and especially with men's pelvic health? So that really is, it's kind of interesting. I've been a physical therapist for 26 years and I've sort of done the gamut of, you know, inpatient um, physical therapy. I did pediatrics for a while. And then I opened um, a company where I did orthopedic concierge physical therapy. And my demographic was an older population. And I realized that a lot of my clients were falling because they were running to the bathroom. So I, at that point, started putting the pieces together and I just, you know, started researching ladder retraining and, um, you know, urge suppression strategies. And I, I started having my patients keep bladder diaries and really doing bladder retraining. Um, and people were blown away by um, their decreased risk of falling, their quality of life. I mean, these people who you know, were leaking and running to the bathroom were completely having resolution of their symptoms. So um, I was kind of doing that for a while. And then the more I learned about pelvic health and wellness, the more I realized that there was such a need for it. And quite honestly, it's fascinating. I just sort of became obsessed with learning about it. Um, and then a physician um, 
just um, coincidentally reached out to me and said, you know, I have so many pelvic floor patients and I don't know what to do with them. Will you treat them? And at that point, I felt like the universe was speaking to me and I closed my concierge orthopedic practice. I literally just shut down and I pelvic core rehab was born and the rest is history. And I actually started my practice just treating men that had prostate cancer. I developed um, a prehab program for men that were going to undergo prostate cancer treatment. Um, and I would see them prior to um, surgery and then after surgery. And um, I did that for a little bit. And then I, you know, sort of broadened my practice. And now we do everything. And I absolutely, absolutely love it. That is so amazing. And I love how you really were introduced into the specialty for pelvic health, you know, with your older clients who were having mm -hmm. issues, like on the outside, it seems like they were having falls. So automatically you think yeah. that. Um, but what really was the driver in that is that it was urinary urgency and they just couldn't make it to the bathroom and they were trying to avoid leakage and they ended up falling. They ended up with a loss of balance and, you know, getting injured. So it was so great that Correct. you were able to you know, kind of do the detective work and say, okay, well, what's the real reason? Because I think we all hear of, you know, in the healthcare industry, we think of, you know, elderly people falling and experiencing losses of balance is almost a commonality because yeah, stronger, you get a little weaker, this postural changes. But like you said, like, what was the real reason, you know, for that? What was the common thing happening with all those patients? Um, and just like you said, they, they were trying to rush. They were trying to get somewhere fast. And that was really why. So I think that's just, yeah. I think that's just an amazing um, backstory. And doing the work with men who were going to be going for prostate cancer treatments and surgery, um, I think automatically when people think of men's conditions, you know, they think of prostate cancer, they think of erectile dysfunction, they think maybe of some urinary leakage. Um, I don't know if there's really any other common conditions that people think of when they think about men's health, um, but let's give everybody, let's give listeners some other examples of why a man may seek out or a male may seek out pelvic floor physical therapy. Yeah, so that's a, a great question. Um, you know, a lot of my clients, unfortunately, um, have been to I would say five to seven or 10 doctors um, because they're experiencing a, a pelvic floor issue. And unfortunately, I find that a lot of physicians are not in tune themselves with pelvic floor therapy. So these poor, poor guys will be going to urologists and gastroenterologists and they'll end up on several rounds of antibiotics. Um, they'll, many of them have had multiple biopsies of their prostate um, and it really wasn't a prostate issue at all. It was a pelvic floor issue. Um, and actually research shows that about 10% of men have overactive pelvic floors, which can lead to bowel, bladder, and sexual dysfunction. So um, most, of, most men find me because 
they've they've been frustrated with um, their the, the healthcare system. They've been to several doctors that haven't communicated, and they haven't really found answers. And then they began to advocate for themselves and do research on their own. Um, and that's usually how um, you know my my clients find me. Um, there is a large population of my clientele that are in pain. So pain is a huge driver of why somebody would look for me, but also people that have, um, you know, urinary urgency, frequency, leaking, painful bladder syndrome, someone that has burning with urination, um, a common, you know, uh, bowel dysfunction. So some of my clients have um, a feeling that they have a golf ball in their rectum and they've, you know, or they're the feeling that they're sitting on a golf ball and they've gone to all their doctors and because it's a pelvic floor muscle issue, all of their tests have come back negative and they literally do not know where to turn. I've had so many clients walk into my door and say, this is my last stop. If you can't help me, I do not know where to go after this. Um, so I really do do my best to try to reach out in the community and connect with doctors and um, let them know that we really, pelvic floor physical therapy should be the first line of defense in um, pelvic pain and urinary um, dysfunction and bladder dysfunction and pain. So, you know, even constipation or fecal incontinence or the inability to hold back wind are all some common reasons why somebody would, um, would, would reach out to me. And then of course, sexual dysfunction. So men that have erectile dysfunction um, and they've had every test in the book and everything comes back normal, but they're still having erectile dysfunction or men who have pain before, during, or after ejaculation um, and all of their must all of their tests come back normal but we know that there are certain muscles in the pelvic floor that when overactive can lead to pain with um, ejaculation so um, that that's typically why patients look for me um, I would say most of my patients do find me on their own because of their own research, but I do work with some great physicians that, that refer to me as well. That's amazing. I think that's such great information for listeners. And, you know, even for, you know, maybe females who have a male partner, you know, it's great for them to learn too, to kind of demonstrate to their husband or partner that, hey, you know, other people suffer from this stuff too. Because I think, um, I think a lot like women, you know, we're told like when we age, oh, it's normal to leak urine or it's normal to do this, do that. Um, and the same thing really goes for men. Like as you age, it's not normal to leak. It's not normal to have erectile right. dysfunction. It's not normal to have pain with um, ejaculation. It's not, you know, these things aren't normal. Um, and like you said, like a lot of men end up going for you know, more invasive treatment techniques um, before they get recommended to physical therapy. You know, we always want to say like conservative yeah. therapy first. It's the way to go before you start getting more and more. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to speak to um, something else, which I think is really important. Um, a lot of a lot of men that have pelvic pain think that their problem is in the pelvis, but actually 
treatment has to be a total body approach. You know that, Marina. And um, what's interesting is, is that the testicles like arise from an outpouching of the abdominal wall. Mm -hmm. And there's a muscle in the pelvic floor that actually comes from one of our abdominal internal oblique muscles. So very often I have found that men have pelvic pain, but the driver and what's causing their pain is not in their pelvis at all. It may be because of, um, you know, poor exercise technique. It may be because they're holding and gripping certain muscles. So, you know, I think it's so important that when people think about pelvic pain, that they really realize that we have to find the root cause of it. And it may not, we have yeah. to find where, where the pain is coming from, um, not just treat the symptoms and put a Band-Aid on it. Yes, the best, the best approach is really starts with looking outside the pelvis and just seeing uh, what other areas of the body are impacting, you know, those pelvic symptoms, because everything in the body is connected, just like you said, like we really need to do a whole body approach. And I know you do that. I do that in my practice with mm -hmm. children. And that's really what gives us such great results. Yeah. Long lasting results. Absolutely. So I talked on the show before about, um, and on my Instagram too, about what really happens during a pelvic floor physical therapy session for a woman and what that's, you know, what's involved mm -hmm. with that, including internal work. So Obviously, like you said before, the anatomy of you know somebody born a male is a little different. Um, so mm -hmm. let's tell listeners because I'm sure people are wondering what does actual pelvic targeted internal work look like for a male. Right. Um, it would be my pleasure. So first of all, I we will talk about that, but there are so many important external techniques that we do as well, just around the pelvis. Um, for men, men also have three layers of pelvic floor muscles with about three muscles in each layer. So for men, it would be an internal rectal exam. Um, and we really, um, usually we have, um, you know, the men in, in whatever position that they feel most comfortable. I think it's important to also say that this is not like a medical exam. When you come to pelvic floor physical therapy, um, the exam should not be painful. And the, I always convey to the client that they are in control. So I explain what I'm going to do. I tell them what I'm going to do prior to doing anything to them. And then I always say, I will talk you through it as I do it. And if anything feels uncomfortable um, or you want me to stop, you are in control. Control. But, um, you know, in general, it's a rectal exam. Um, we evaluate all three layers of the pelvic floor muscles um, rectally. We can assess different structures as well, such as the coccyx and all of the important ligaments that are associated um, with the pelvic floor and related to the pelvic floor, different hip muscles. And many times I teach men to do internal work on their own. So I either teach them either manually with their finger or with a wand, because ultimately we want clients to be able to have long lasting results and we want to give them the tools and resources to be able to help themselves. So every treatment's individualized and every person's program looks different, um, but there are several options for the way that we would treat male, male pelvic pain. 
Right, and I'm so glad you brought up the wands because I think um, mentioning that really the majority of what we do is just done manually, like with a digit, you know, with a finger and some. Yeah, yeah. You know, for women, I always tell them the first time, you know, I speak with them. I don't use. You're not going to be in syrups. There's no speculum. There's no instrumentation. Because I think everybody automatically associates that with internal work. Um, so the Correct. same goes for men. You're in a comfortable position. Um, you know, you're always made to feel. Um, very much in control and you're aware of what's going on everything is done with consent um, and always yes yeah, consent and well. privacy yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, really important um, that people know mm -hmm. that um, Susan yeah. I think this has been so informative for people and I do hope that listeners um, you know share this with the men in their lives because I think it's really important information that nobody talks about. People don't talk about women's pelvic health to begin with. And I feel like we talk about men's pelvic health, you know, even less. <laughs> Absolutely. Know? And it's such yeah. an underserved population. We, we definitely need more pelvic therapists treating men. Um, and I totally agree. We need to spread the word. Yes. Do you have any parting words for our listeners? My parting words would be that you don't have to live in pain. You don't have to live with pelvic dysfunction. There's great help out there with, you know, therapists that are specialized in treating bowel, bladder, sexual dysfunction, and pelvic pain. Um, and be your own best advocate. Go get the help you need. You Healing is possible. That, you know, if I could say anything to people out there is that healing is possible. Absolutely. Susan, this was so great. Thank you so much for being here today. This was so much fun. And um, how about if anybody wants to find you or follow you, let's give listeners some contact info to find you. Sure. Thank you. So my practice is Pelvicore Rehab. My website is www.pelvicorerehab.com. I run a, a Facebook group, a private Facebook group on all things pelvic health and wellness called um, Pelvic Health Plus total body wellness. Um, you could find me on Instagram at Pelvicore Rehab. And you could also find me on my YouTube channel called Pelvicore Plus. So I have lots of information out there to learn about pelvic health and wellness. Fantastic. And I'm going to make sure I put all the links in the show notes too and everything. Thanks, Marina. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Everybody listening, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pelvic Matters. And we will meet up again next time. Have a great day, everybody.